Hello everyone and welcome to The Like-Minded. I'm your host, Cami Pons, and this is a good episode. I'm very happy to talk about this topic. I'm all cuddled up on my couch with my dog. I have a blanket. I have my mic. And I will say, I do want to preface, this episode might rub people the wrong way. Um, So... Listeners, beware. The reason I'm saying this is because I know when I was first hearing about this topic, I definitely felt some kind of way, which, might I add, in itself is a mirror. But I digress. I'm excited to jump in. I'm excited to talk about this because, like I was mentioning, it was very hard for me to admit to myself at first that this was true. That in many cases, the way that we perceive and engage with the world around us is a direct reflection of our own inner state and how we view slash think of ourselves. So that's why I think this might rub people the wrong way because it does reveal some shadows, some less desirable parts of ourselves. But I think at first, you know, this was so hard for me to acknowledge because It meant that I had to admit that everything I point out about others in my head or what I shame others about, what I judge or am jealous about other people are in reality my deepest insecurities and my biggest vulnerabilities. And that takes some brutal freaking honesty, some self-honesty. Is that a, is that a word? I don't, who cares? Some brutal self-honesty. So an example that I know we can all relate to, because I love giving examples, I think it really helps to wrap your mind around something and be able to visualize it. I'm a huge, like, visualizer when it comes to learning. So an example that we can all relate to is, have you ever met someone and immediately something about them irritates you? It's like a personality trait or physical trait And whatever may be bothering you, it's like bothers you to the core. And the truth is that it's often a quality or trait you lack and wish that you possessed, or you also possess that trait and either don't want to admit it to yourself or wish that you could shed it. So for example, you meet someone, they're super outgoing, charismatic, makes everyone in the group laugh and you're thinking to yourself like oh my gosh they're so annoying they're always talking about themselves it's just too much now yes okay maybe they could be a complete narcissist and be like way over the top or another scenario is maybe you're more shy you're more self-conscious maybe you're afraid to take up space and be seen by others so seeing someone coming off as super self-confident and taking up space triggers you because those are qualities that you maybe wish that you could possess more easily and of course sometimes we just meet assholes and they're assholes and that's understandable too not every single person and relationship and interaction can be pulled apart for self-reflection reasons like honestly that would just be exhausting Hence the title of this episode, Almost Everything is a Mirror, because sometimes people or situations trigger us because they simply suck. 
period. And that's that. So some more examples. Um, Let's say you meet someone who is constantly shelling out unsolicited advice. They always think they're right. Now, yes, you might find this annoying because this is truly so, so annoying coming from someone who is trying to unlearn this. Or maybe you know that you do this also. So seeing someone do this triggers something within you because you subconsciously question like, oh, well, do I sound like that? Do I do that? Is this how I come off to other people? Another clear-cut example um, is bodies. I, I'm going to speak on my own behalf, I only comment about other people's bodies when I'm feeling uncomfortable about my own. And I know this because there have been times in my life, like my whole life, I've been fluctuating weight, fluctuating sizes. It's been a roller coaster. So I know because there have been times in my life that I genuinely felt safe and at home and comfortable within my body. And during those moments, during that time, I never really thought about other people's bodies because I was too busy, you know, loving and nourishing my own. But in moments where maybe I felt a little less comfortable with my body, I will point out, you know, maybe in my own head, never really allowed to my own head, but I'll point out physical traits about other people that I feel insecure about my own body. Um, and all of this to say, I think, you know, once we realize that almost everything is a mirror, it's kind of awkward because you honestly catch yourself and other people making comments and it's almost like an immediate tell like that those are more or less their insecurities or vulnerabilities and again not always but I'd say like most of the time that what we reject about ourselves we reject in others or what we judge like the most harsh I don't know if that's right if that's like correct grammar but what we judge most within ourselves we judge in others But a bit of like reframing, this can be great for personal growth, you know, to take note of what about other people? What about relationships? What about situations trigger me? And by trigger, I mean like cause you to feel anger or annoyed, though they're not like directly malicious. Like this person is triggering me, but they're not like outright being malicious or toxic. Um, Or another way to think about it is like, what do you judge most about other people? Why? Do you possess those traits and wish that you didn't? Or do you lack those traits and wish that you had them? Or another is like, what makes you jealous about other people? And this jealousy thing is a huge one for me. And like, I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it aloud because it is a little embarrassing. But for me, I get jealous like very easily. I'm jealous of, gosh, I don't like other people's salaries. I'm jealous of other people's bodies. I'm jealous of other people's clothes. I'm jealous of other people's apartments. I'm jealous of other people's cars. And I can just go on and on and on. And you name it, I probably thought about it. So what does this tell me about myself? Why do I so easily compare myself to others and then feel less than? And that's for me to kind of, you know, journal on later But at the top of my head, it could be feelings of inadequacy or complacency within my own life. And the whole point is that like things being a mirror is so illuminating into our own inner states. 
it allows a moment of reflection for us to have like a serious conversation and ask like, do I want to be this judgmental, spiteful and jealous person? Or do I want to be secure within myself? Do I want to be compassionate with myself and others? Do I want to be grateful for what I do have within my life? Do I want to feel content with where I'm at within my life? And really shift that focus and energy from judgment or jealousy to being secure, to being compassionate, to being grateful, to being content. And this also brings a lot of things to the surface that we can that we can unpack. So, for example, like I'm jealous of another woman's body. Why? Do I not feel comfortable with my own? Why? Because I'm actually under exercising and not giving my body the respect it deserves. Why? Because I don't think I'm worthy of feeling confident and happy within my body. Why? And it goes on and on and on and it's multi-layered and it takes time to get to the root. And there's a ton of why, 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 why. But sometimes we need that external trigger to highlight where we can further nurture and develop parts of ourselves. And I also think mirror is really helpful. Like this idea of everything, almost everything is a mirror is really helpful when it comes to looking at the kind of relationships we find ourselves in. And again, I want to preface, this is a generalization. So keep that in mind, but think about all of the relationships that you've had in your life. Some healthier than others, some, at least for me, more toxic. And is it safe to assume that when you're practicing self-love, when you've been at a point in your life when you decided, you know, I'm worthy of being in a supportive and nurturing relationship, that you then go and choose a partner. Let's. This is, for example, romantic. You go and choose a romantic partner who treats you with love and respect someone who goes out of their way to make you feel seen and heard and spends time with you and cheers you on. Or on the flip side, when you're feeling less than confident, less than worthy, when your inner state is a little bit more, let's say, chaotic, you find yourself with someone who doesn't really put an effort. They don't make time for you. They don't treat you like a priority. Again, this is a generalization and relationships are complicated and toxic relationships are hard to get out of. It's not so black and white but it's just something to think about like who we let into our lives and have access to us how we allow other people to treat us is how we believe we deserve to be treated that's the mirror effect so to end this episode because i want to keep this one short i always say that and i never do i want to end this episode with talking through some exercises we can practice to help work through some of these feelings So first one is thinking about someone who you see in a negative light, someone who triggers you to the core, but not because they're outright malicious or toxic. Like, yes, if someone is misogynistic, they're going to trigger you. That doesn't mean that that's a mirror and maybe you are misogynistic. I don't know. Maybe that is. But sometimes people just suck. But all this to say, think of someone who triggers you not because they're outright malicious or toxic. Think about what are the three traits you dislike or judge most about them. Let's say it's they're always like they always feel the need to be right. Uh, They're always trying to prove themselves and they never let anyone else join in the conversation. (laughs) I'm realizing these examples are hitting close to home for me. But um, okay, so the next step is, you know, you fleshed out the 
traits, the three traits, the three qualities. Now, the next step is to take a hard look at yourself and the traits you outlined and ask yourself, do I embody these? This is that moment of brutal honesty. Now, to move forward, how can I work to shed these less than desirable traits so I'm more compassionate with myself and with others? And set an action plan. For example, for the first one of not always feeling the need to be right, and even the second one of not feeling the need to prove yourself, a good way is when listening to others talk about a bad situation, ask before jumping in to give advice in your opinion, hey, do you want me to give advice or do you want me to just listen so you can vent? And this is an easy way to you know, allow others to give consent to our opinion versus assuming that we know best, so we're just going to share it anyway. This is something massive, literally so massive that I'm working on. And I didn't do it this morning. I had a little, not argument, a little, uh, I don't know, tough conversation with my boyfriend this morning where I was giving unsolicited advice, but I'm learning. Um, So the practice is basically pick out the traits that you dislike or judge most about others. Turn it inwards. Do I embody these traits? Oh, shit, I do? Okay. How can I work to, to you know... That's the whole point with, like, also shadow work is, like, you're not going to completely just eradicate these traits, but how do I work to shed them so they don't come up as often? I think that's, like, a realistic way to see it. Now, another exercise is think about someone who makes you wildly jealous. And what are three traits that you notice most about them? So, for example, you know, they come off super confident. They have a job that's aligned with their passions. Or they make a lot of money within their career. Now, reframe that. Turn that inward. And understand that all of these are possible for you as well. They're all well within your potential. And then say aloud, write it down, whatever you want. I'm confident. I deserve and only pursue jobs that are aligned with my passions and my values. And then the final one is, uh, I guess you could say, I am financially secure and stable within my career. It's all about taking you know, that external projection, that negative energy, and turning it inwards, flipping it back to ourselves, getting to the root of why is this triggering for me, And then using your power to build something beautiful within yourself and within your own life, right? 2024 is all about turning that focus, turning that energy, turning our power into our, into ourself, into our own lives and focusing and really drilling down and creating something beautiful, creating something fulfilling, creating something absolutely amazing within ourselves and within our own lives. That's all that I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're tuning in from if you've enjoyed my content. That's all I have. Have a great day and bye for now.